Welcome to this TED Learning Podcast. Delivering dramatically different training. Hello, I'm Justin from TED Learning, and today we're talking about interviews. Here are our top tips for conducting a candidate-focused, legal and successful interview. Firstly, we often forget that an interview is a two-way decision-making process. Many interviewing managers believe it's their decision alone as to whether a candidate is successful and joins the team. The reality is that the candidate is effectively interviewing you too. Does your business live up to their values? Does it feel like a good place to work? Are you flexible if that's important to them? What are career progression prospects? If we all start interviews mindful that the candidate is also deciding if your business is right for them, we're beginning the process of a candidate-focused interview. Also, it's worth noting that more and more candidates not only research the company, but if they can, the person interviewing them. So be prepared for your social footprint to be explored by people considering joining your business. Now, there have been some big changes both globally and in the UK over the last six to ten years. The world is more international with movement between countries for education and work more common. Technology means communication is a lot faster than ever before, but also that it's much easier to apply for jobs as it takes one click and someone can apply for a role online from anywhere in the UK or indeed the world. There's also much more blurring between work and private life, as the social networks online may have a range of contacts from family and friends to work colleagues. The internet has changed from being a search engine to being used for networking and building up personal work contacts and interacting with potential employers and consumer brands. Many recruiters now feel that having a personal brand and personal digital footprint are a must for anyone who wants to progress in their career. There's also lots of research around about different demographics. Whether it's the baby boomer generation, loyal to few employers in their working life, Gen X, who are likely to have moved around a little bit and have elements of social network, or the Gen Y and Gen Z, who for them, ethics, values, work-life balance, and a strong digital presence or solution are key to them joining or staying longer term with a business. Our Equality and Diversity podcast is a good listen to support recruitment. The Equality Act of 2010 covers recruitment, and often questions asked in interview scenarios can breach this law. Often without the interviewer even knowing that they're doing so. One other thing to consider is unconscious bias. These are our feelings or thoughts that amount to prejudice and can unfairly impact a candidate if we make judgments based on our bias rather than the interview itself. Areas that unconscious bias can play out include our attention, which aspects of a person we're most attentive to, our listening skills, how much we actually and actively listen to what certain people say, some people have a tendency to shut off from some completely because of past experiences. And our perception, how we see people and perceive reality. So let's think about the interview itself. At TED Learning, we use a model called WASP to structure interviews. Let's start with the W, which is for welcoming the candidate. We need to create an environment that is welcoming for the candidate. They need to be able to relax and make contact with the interviewer. There needs to be a relationship of trust and comfort with nothing to gain by making the candidate feel uncomfortable and under pressure unnecessarily. I remember only too well being made to wait for 55 minutes past the start time by an interviewer, only arriving to be sworn at, told why was I late, and they clearly hadn't read my CV at all. This apparently was part of their approach given the role that I was being interviewed for to see how I reacted under pressure. It led me to not wanting to work for them, thinking that they were actually a hideous company. It's worth making sure the environment of the interview is also considered. 
Has a quiet room been booked free from interruption? I once had an interview in a corridor and in the cafe of my local BHS. Do you remember them? Think about the desk layout and create that positive, relaxing space that will enable the candidate to be as open as possible and for you to see the real them. Here we can use cliche conversation. The journey here, how they found getting to the environment, how they're feeling, all designed to put them at ease, but actually a good way to begin the interview. The journey was a nightmare, might need exploring in the actual interview, for example. So we've greeted our candidate. Now we move on to the A in the WASP model, acquire information. We do this by having a structured conversation, starting with you as the interviewer, having seen the application form or CV and being rehearsed in it. This ensures that questions can link back to it and demonstrate knowledge of this person. A competency-based interview using a blend of questioning types. Close questions can be used, but limited. The best are open. We call them the TED questions. Talk me through, explain to me, describe to me. Future-focused questions, hypothetical questions designed to explore how people might approach certain situations and behavioural questions. When at this stage, we need to make sure we're demonstrating excellent listening skills acknowledging answers and taking comprehensive notes on their responses. We are going to be running a note-taking podcast as a great way to learn more about this skill. The S in the WASP is about supplying information. What type of questions will the candidate ask you? How can you prepare for them? This gives you further insight into the preparation of the candidate and what's important to them. It can show that they're really interested in learning about your organisation, responding confidently, and if you don't know the answer, promising to get back to them with the answer will demonstrate a very positive candidate-focused approach. Finally, we reach the P. This is the parting. Make sure you end the interview on a pleasant and friendly note. Thank the candidate for coming and give them a time frame in which they can expect to hear the outcome or the next steps. The candidate needs to leave with a positive memory of the experience and want to work for you, regardless of the outcome. Just as social media can be used to research a business, there are forums out there with poor candidate experiences in detail, and this can cause huge damage to an organisation and its reputation in particular. If they leave feeling good about it, even if they're unsuccessful, they should still want to work for you. Structuring an interview using WASP, remembering it's a two-way decision-making process, will ensure you deliver a candidate-focused experience. Thanks for listening to our Interview Skills podcast from TED Learning. For more podcasts, please subscribe to them via our website, tedlearning.co.uk. This podcast was produced by TED Digital. For more information, visit our website www.ted-digital.com.